You're listening to the Brave Girl Podcast with Jade Renee. Here I am doing something I have been procrastinating over for a long time now. I have literally thought about making a podcast on and off the last couple of years. And in recent weeks, I've just thought, fuck it, it's time to start. Go balls deep and let's do this thing. I suppose that has really come to light for me this year. And this applies to anything. If there is something you want to do, you will not be able to figure out how. You won't even know if you like it until you start. That is the only way. You need to figure it out as you go along. You can't think your way there. You need to physically do what needs to be done. And you may do it and hate it. Like here I am recording my first episode. I may not even enjoy this long term, but hey, at least I'll be able to look back and be like, I gave it a go. So as you know, my name's Jade and I'm a social worker. I work in family violence. Previously, I worked with youth who were experiencing homelessness I love my role for it allows me to use my passion for empowerment and helping people better their lives, which is exactly why I've started this podcast. And it's exactly why I went into that field of work six years ago now. But things have morphed over time. And I suppose where I want to put my energy and focus into and the ways in which I want to do that has changed. So that's a big part of why I am here. At the end of last year, I started an Instagram page, Wake Up by Jade Renee. And the whole intention for why I started that page was to encourage people to write in questions anonymously And I would give them my most honest and empowered advice. I really didn't want to promote any toxicity, gossipy or low vibe behavior. Really wanted to raise consciousness for people to help them apply spiritual and inspired advice to modern day problems really helping them make decisions from their higher self, not from voices of ego or validation seeking or needs for acceptance, which is so prominent in today's culture. You know, I struggled myself as a teenager with those pressures. It's even harder for teenagers now. So that was the vision behind that Instagram page. And like everything in life, that has morphed over the last few months. And I've been putting my energy into running in-person women's circles. I've recently done sound healing certification. However, the desire and the interest in responding to people's problems And giving them empowered and inspired advice has still been something I felt strongly about doing, which is why I've brought it to a podcast platform. So strap yourself in because I'm going to be answering your questions and giving you my most heart-centered advice. If you have 
a problem, a modern day problem relating to dating, friendship, career, sex, write it in, DM me, Wake Up by Jade Renee, and I'll feature it on upcoming episodes of the Brave Girl podcast. So the first question I have to feature on the Brave Girl podcast, and this is one I was written in a little while ago, so I've had it sitting there. It says, I'm wanting to know your thoughts on when the right time to tell the guy I am seeing that I would like to be in a serious relationship with him. We are sleeping with one another and there is no one else I am interested in. We've been dating for two months now and I know he's the kind of person I want to be my boyfriend. However, I am scared of looking needy. Well, I just want to start by saying one thing. It is not needy to tell the person that you have feelings for that you want to be in a committed relationship with them. There is nothing needy about owning your needs or asking for what you want in a relationship. If no one ever said what they wanted, then we'd all be floundering around, not really ever going after what we want. If you know you like this person, that is enough for you to let them know, I'm interested in being exclusive with you or being in a committed partnership, however you want to put it, whatever terminology you're using, put it to him. The only time this kind of behavior becomes needy is when you let the person know and they say no for whatever reason, whether it's because they want to keep things casual or they're not ready for a relationship or whatever one of the reasons people have for not wanting to go down that road with you. The only time it is needy is when that person says no and you continue to try to change their mind. And we can try to change someone's mind in different ways. Doesn't mean we necessarily have to keep pushing the topic. It can be enough just to hang around in the hope that they change their mind only to see that months are passing and nothing changes. So if you are seeing someone, they probably already have some sense of how they feel. They're probably already leaning more toward one way or the other. By you speaking up about what you want, that person is only going to do one of two things. They will step up and meet you there or they'll step away. You just need to ensure that you are set on what you do because if you tell them and they say no and you choose to hang around, you are going to be compromising your values and your needs because you've already indicated to me what it is you want. I know of someone who has been in a situationship, and for those who don't know what a situationship is, it's kind of that in-between period of a relationship, but not, but you're kind of a bit more than just someone who's very casually seeing someone or, you know, a friends with benefits thing. I actually thought everyone knew what a situationship was until I said that word to my partner, Evan, and he was like, what is a situationship? But I know of people who have been in situationships long-term, 
year, two years plus. And that is time wasted on someone who will never ever be able to meet your needs or fulfill you in that way. That is falling so short of probably everything you want in a relationship. I always tell people, get clear if you're single and you're dating and you're wanting to find a relationship, get clear on what the bloody hell you want. What kinds of experiences do you want to have with your partner? What personality traits do you want in a partner? For me, before I was with Evan, I knew I wanted to be with someone who could support me in a way, not financially, but emotionally. Someone who had the ability to make decisions. I had been in past relationships with people who were unable to do that for me, not because they didn't want to, but because they didn't have the capacity within their own personalities to be able to offer me that. So I knew going forward, I wanted to be with someone who I knew I could rely on to support me in that way. You know, if something needed to be organized, they could do it. If something needed to be handled, if there was an emergency, they could do it. That was something I knew I really wanted in a relationship going forward. So it helps to get clear because if you don't get clear on that, you will accept anything because you have no idea what you want. It's like, oh, well, that seems good enough. They seem nice enough or they seem like they're really into me. So I'll take that. I do just want to divert back to the question and just highlight once you let this man know how you're feeling and what it is you want, you need to be prepared within your own self of what you're going to do next. So are you willing and able to walk away if he can't meet you where you're at? I would really counsel yourself and get clear on what you're going to do. Now, my recommendation absolutely would be to walk away if he cannot meet you where you're at. But this is your life and I fully empower you to explore and assess the situation based on his response. But do not neglect or compromise your needs. Don't do it because you will never feel good about it. I think we know, well, we definitely know when we are compromising what it is we want in life. And sooner or later, that choice eats away at you. It gets to a point where you are left feeling very, very unfulfilled. I think that you are taking a really proactive approach to this situation. Um, You've gotten clear you have been able to identify, this is what I want, this is how I feel, and you should go ahead and do that. Do not be afraid of looking needy. There is something so powerful about somebody who can own how they feel. You're not asking this person to get married. You're not asking this person to have children. You're literally asking to be partners I suppose on that note, I really want to get rid of this whole belief that 
you need to play it really cool and wait before you tell the person how you feel. I mean, there's nothing wrong with playing it cool, but if you know how you feel, why wait? It doesn't mean you need to get down on one knee, but it does mean that you become open, powerful, and sure of yourself and a real advocate for what you want. There's so much advice around manipulation tactics and just other bullshit that you really don't need to play into because it is your energy that attracts. People are attracted to people that are sure of themselves, have high levels of confidence, not because they believe that they're better than others, but because they believe within themselves. And that kind of energy calls people towards you. So if you're trying to play it cool by not saying how you feel, whilst what you're actually feeling is insecure, unsure of yourself, and just like you don't know where you stand, your person, the person you're dating is going to pick up on that energy. So you really don't need to say anything to communicate how you were feeling because your energy does that for you. In 2022, in the age of Aquarian, let's move away from all that bullshit and start owning what it is we want and feeling bloody powerful enough to let other people know that it impacts and walking away when something doesn't align with that or when the person that we're dating doesn't want what we want We have the ability to move forward because we know damn well that we'll meet somebody else who feels the way we do. So I hope that response has given you a little bit of empowerment and kind of changed your perspective on how you were seeing yourself for wanting what is simply a natural human desire. I come to this question with a bit of experience of my own and I think about the ways that I have handled different relationships in the past. I have always been a pretty independent person. I suppose from a little girl, always had a very strong sense of who I was. I remember as a kid, you know, being like, I don't want to do anything that I don't fully want to do. I still feel like that now. Mum would often tell me she'd get quite worried and say like, oh, Jade, all your friends are doing this. Are you sure you don't want to? And I would say to her, well, why would I want to do something if I didn't feel like doing it? And I suppose that is a lot of how I feel now as an adult. Um, I don't believe we are on this earth to live for anyone else or to follow crowds or to try and fit in. You are here to be fucking you, however that looks, however that turns out, because there will be people who love you. Yes, there will be people who don't like the real you, which I think inherently is what we are all really afraid of, but there'll be people who don't like the fake you and there'll be people who do like the fake you and they won't be your kind of people because you're not living in authenticity. So that's kind of the foundation for where I have a lot of the beliefs and mindsets I have. And I kind of went way off track there, but just coming back to my initial point and my experiences in dating, and this is where I've really pulled a lot of my knowledge from when I talk about energy. 
I remember dating a boy. You could probably probably think of him as like the bad boy. Girls thought he was really cool. Guys thought he was really cool. He really wasn't. Um, it was just a bit of a, a facade for somebody who was quite deeply insecure. But I remember feeling so unsure of myself around him. I remember feeling like I wasn't good enough. And that really played into his ego and how he felt he could treat me. And I was a willing participant of his mistreatment because I felt unsure of myself. So when we are giving that energy out, the other person's aware of it. They pick up on it. Compared to a couple of years later, when I was dating someone else who then went on to be my boyfriend, I went into it with a hopeful attitude of hopefully it works out. I really like seeing him, but I'll be okay if it doesn't. And that kind of energy is so magnetic. All of a sudden, all these potential dates come out of the woodwork because your energy is what attracts and what also repels. So become aware of that and have more focus on yourself and your energy, your vibration, however you want to put it, and less on them and how they feel or what they think or what they may do. When so much tension is put outside of yourself, you begin to feel out of control because you are. You cannot control anything outside of yourself. And trying to manipulate situations or people or change the way they see you, it's just, it's not going to work. You're like, try, it's like trying to hold on to water. Turn within, change within, become aware of what you are putting out there. That is what will change the world around you. Well, I know that this may have been a lot to take in, especially if this is the first time you're ever hearing information like this. So I don't want you to be too hard on yourself and expect that you need to get all of this down pat straight away. It is not an intellectual achievement. It is something that happens within us and it can't be defined by logic because if you have been living your life a certain way, it's going to take practice to begin to live a different way. And a lot of it comes down to what you are expecting. For me, if I am unsure of the energy I am putting out there, I will ask myself, what am I expecting? What am I feeling? Because if I'm expecting things to fail or for me to fuck up, I'm putting out an energy of insecurity, lack of confidence. And don't get me wrong, these are things we all experience. I experience this too. But rather than staying in that mindset, I switch it to one of maybe the first time I won't do that well. Maybe I will stuff up. But each time I do it, I will get better and better. That kind of mindset then becomes my reality. And in turn, I'm putting out an energy of somebody who is sure of herself and believes in herself. But it takes practice. So just give yourself an opportunity. This kind of work, though, can really be applied to 
any area of your life, whether it's career opportunities, friendships, money. This has just been a little snapshot of how energetics work in dating. And I'm really hoping that in upcoming episodes, I will be able to delve deeper into all this with you. In fact, I know I will be able to. And that's why I really want to put out there, if you've got modern day problems like shit that is happening to you, that you even think like that is the furthest thing from like a spiritual or conscious kind of issue, send it through. Anything can be applied with an attitude of consciousness or an embodiment of consciousness and really coming back to your higher self. We all have access to that part of ourselves. We have way more potential than what our lives reflect back at us. So there's something going on for you and you are past the manipulation or just gossipy back and forth kind of advice that a lot of us engage in, myself included. I've definitely, definitely done that a lot over the course of my life. Then I ask you to send it in because that is what this entire podcast is going to be based on. And just exploring the way that we can crack open that potential to get through bullshit that happens in life. So if there's a question you have that you've been afraid to ask others or you're just looking for a different perspective, please DM me, wake up by Jade Renee. My intentions for the future are to definitely do a couple of questions per episode, but I'm just going to see where all this takes me and hopefully you will come along for the ride because I really don't want to talk to no one. So thank you for being here. Thank you for supporting my first ever episode. If you have feedback or things that you feel I could do better or things you really liked, send it through because that way I know this is all very, very new in the making. If I picture this podcast as a human, I am newborn. I've literally just been given birth to fresh out the womb. So give me an opportunity and share your feedback. You're listening to the Brave Girl Podcast with Jade Renee.